What up, everybody? It's Nate with Streetwave, and welcome to another podcast. Today, um, I'm in Blue Springs, which is uh, was quite a journey from Kansas City, um, past Bass Pro Shop, which was cool to see. Um, Harley Davidson, can't be mad at that. Those are dope. Um, and just some few, you know, suburban places on the way out, just to remind me that um, I'm on a, an amazing adventure to come visit my friend Brooke at Quiet Riot. What's going on, girl? I'm doing well. Thank you for your time. Um, I didn't mean to hit on or hate on um, Bass Pro there. I'm just saying it was just a cool thing to see because I was like, damn, I haven't seen that in a minute. No, it's it's all good. I mean, Bass Pro is not one of my top five, but uh, <laughs> it, it is it is a nice experience. It's a, it's a good yeah. Company. It just reminds me. I'm like, damn, I need to get a fishing pool. I still need to do that. <laughs> I still need to. My brother's giving me shit. Um, I I want to tell a little bit about our story on how we met. Um, just a little backstory, and then we can get an, an excited adventure into your life. Um, I met you through the Psych brand, through yes. Brandon, mm-hmm. which shout out to Brandon. Is Psych still around? Um, Psych, I believe, is still doing their thing. I, okay. I've actually been seeing some media content, so okay. I, I think that they're trying to come back around. Right. Um, I think that they took maybe a little break. I know that they've been focusing on a few other projects. Right. So, But I'm excited to see what they've got coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that time, you were where were you with them? What were you uh, doing? Well, with, with Psych, I was actually the creative director. Okay. Um, right. We had just wrapped up um, Kansas City Fashion Week, right. um, which was really awesome and right. a great experience with them. Definitely. Um, and then we had launched Bloom, and actually the Bloom Collection is where you and I collaborated yeah, on the photo definitely. shoot and, yeah. and met and had our little connections. Definitely. So that was great, great experience as well with them. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny because like, I try to like put attributes of yourself on my notes of like a creative designer and then I put homie because you know you're the homie um what's some other things that we can put on there stylist I forgot about that um Uh, stylist I mean to be honest with you I'm kind of one of those things a jack of all trades yeah yeah Um, I'd rather be a swiss army knife than a single blade that's what I tell people 100 percent you know so you know I've I've helped run businesses um I've worked in different industries but uh, fashion is definitely my main um so i was also a rapper in my past life so if you ever see me out and i'm i'm flowing the lyrics that's 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 my thing that's right (laughs) i forgot about that that's dope as hell i want to um go a little personal with you just um a little bit about your background where you're from where you grew up um and then um maybe tell us when uh the creative realm kind of came into your life or how you found creativity and how that all came about yeah of course. Um, so I was actually born and raised in Sugar Creek, um, which is a little itty-bitty tiny town in between Kansas City and Independence. Um, it is actually a, a huge Slavic community. My family's from Czechoslovakia, um, and they placed their roots there, and so I was born and raised there. Um, I've always kind of been one of those girls where I've lived outside of Kansas City, but I am deeply rooted in, K- in Casey. Mm. Um, so I've always been to lots of events. I always try to pour myself into that city because I I just love Kansas City so much. Um, so, uh, anyways, born and raised there. Um, and you know, I was always that girl that was into fashion. I was always wearing the stuff that nobody else was wearing. Um, and so I kind of just grew up and cultivated that as I got older. Um, but, uh, I live currently in Grain Valley, so I'm kind of outside of, of Casey, even a little farther than we are here. Um, and I love it out there. It's a great balance for my career, my lifestyle. So mm. that's that's been great. Um, and really cultivating my family and just enjoying that quiet time out there yeah. um, to help, like I said, balance, you know, my life yeah. and, and uh, my career. Um, so, yeah, uh, my grandmother was a seamstress. Um, she actually is the one that taught me how to sew. 
Um, so she taught me all the basics and then, you know, some of the extras. Um, so I actually have no formal training or um, any, like, education as far as in fashion. I've just always kind of just went with my gut. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of ended up paying off, I guess. <laughs> well, it's crazy because, like, uh, sewing, seventh grade. So I've never actually told anybody this. Seventh grade, I started, like, a sewing class. It was, like, sewing one, middle school. Um, I was like, yeah, let's do this. We made a tote bag. I was like, this is dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moved on to some other things, like a pillowcase. We did some, like, very um, basic things. Um, but I was starting to find the love for sewing and I sewed for the next like three or four years and that kind of like went away. But I bought a sewing machine, I think like a year and a half ago. So in my basement, I've been slowly but surely just pra practicing my sewing lines, the zigzags, everything that I can just be better at. I, I don't expect to like go and make things on my own right now anyways, but it's cool to fix things that I need fixed and it's I know how to do it. definitely a great skill to, to have and acquire. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of a lost art. Oh, for sure. You know, not a lot of people know how to do yeah. it anymore. And so we just rely on other people that are experts in that that skill set. So it's nice to have that in your in your little Swiss Army knife for sure. Definitely. And yeah. it's, it's cool to like, um, you know, uh, pick up a, a piece of garment and be like, oh, they double sewed or, you know, and knowing these things. It's a little, um, it's a good tidbit to have, especially when you're shopping, you know. Well, definitely. I mean, to... To be able to understand how a garment is constructed, especially mm. with, you know, being in the fashion industry or you being interested in, in being embedded into the fashion industry, it's it, that's it's a great asset to have. So Yeah, and don't forget, you're also a huge Chiefs fan. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Huge, <laughs> huge Chiefs fan. Yeah, that's fan. right. And I, I just want to put I that out little. there. Yeah, my, um, my grandmother, I was raised with my grandmother yelling at the TV, like, get the touchdown. So, you know, I, <laughs> I was, awesome. it was born and bred into me. So um, yeah. I'm actually season ticket holder. So I yeah. go, to, go to all the games yeah. and uh, try to go to one away game a year. So that's dope. Big, big avid Chiefs fan. Yeah, I hope to go to a Which few I, this go, season. Go Chiefs. Yeah, hey, this Sunday. This Sunday. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yes. Season yeah. begins. Season begins, yeah. Um, randomly, my fantasy team's looking really great this year. Oh, so I'm you. just saying, like, yes. Travis Kelsey's a tight end. Let me just drop that down. Oh, there you I was go. get some TK points is, on that. TK is yeah. definitely an asset to have. Yeah. So. My doppelganger likes to hang out sometimes. You yeah. know, we, we go and get some beers sometimes. Uh, maybe someday, but yes. he knows... He knows about Street Wave, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but yeah. hey, he should. anyway, he should. yeah, we're, we're trying. Back <laughs> to the story, going into the left field a little bit. Um, your background on fashion, I, I know you've done Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. well, let's talk a little bit, maybe your experiences that you've had there and then what you've what you've done. Yes, um, so I um, was actually in the corporate world, like I said, jack of all trades. I was on my own um, at a very young age, so... I just kind of like dove into anything and everything I could learn and grasp. And so I, I did the corporate world um, for a long time. And um, a lot of my friends were like, hey, you know, you're so good at fashion. You know, you need to do something to cultivate that. You need to do something to, to get back into that. And so I actually just started volunteering at Kansas City Fashion Week. Mm. Um, I had saw an ad for it and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. And so I started volunteering and I started doing season after season. And it was just like every year I got so excited to get ready for the season and so then I was watching the shows and I was like you know what I, I think I could do this and it just went from there and after talking to a few of my friends and family they were like you have to you have to do this and so I was like okay so I looked up the application process and um, I actually had to um, produce like six looks in like seven days Wow. So I had to um, resource the textiles, create the designs, sew everything, 
have a photo shoot, get all of that prepped just for the application process. Um, so literally seven days, completed all that, um, entered the application, and then I was totally caught by surprise, but a very excited that I was actually accepted for the interview process. Went in for the interview, and boom, got selected and, and made it happen. So yeah. um, I did two seasons of Kansas City Fashion Week. Um, my first season, I was completely overwhelmed um, by the response. Like, mm. I just got this such overwhelming response, overwhelming response, and it was just everybody was loving it. Um, and then I decided to do the second, you know, the next season. So I applied, and then unfortunately, I had to go through a really debilitating divorce. Um, yeah. And so I finished out um, that second season, and then I had to kind of hang my hang my hat for a little bit with the design side of things. I was lucky enough, though, um, those two collections I was actually able to present in New York um, at a charity fashion show um, wow. in the garment district. So that was really cool. Um, that was my last show that I did in 2016, and then I had to hang it up for a while and and uh, had to start my life over. So yeah. Um, but that design itch is still there and I can't wait to get back to it. Yeah. And, um, in those, in that process, did, what was some key things that you learned a lot? Um, I learned to trust myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, when you're creating something, um, you know, you have that doubt, are people going to like this? Is this, is, you know, am I going to be able to construct this piece with the vision that I have for it? And so you have to really trust yourself and trust your instinct Um, And then also to dot all of your I's and cross all your T's because that is so important. For me, detail is key to everything. Mm -hmm. So if if you are thinking about, you know, going down this avenue or if you're even if you're just a creative mind, you know, detail is everything that will set you aside. Yeah. Always. Yeah. What's even us talking about when I first got into your boutique was placement of like pockets of graphics and everything. It's it's that detail as well, like that definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is what sets you apart from the simple design. There are so many people nowadays that want to be in the fashion industry or or they want to have their own like streetwear and um, brand. And it's 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 one of those things where if you don't really have the full vision, you're it, it won't lead to success. You yeah. know, you have to have that vision and you have to make sure that everything you do is all the way. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't half ass it. Yeah. I mean, you just really can't. You yeah. Know? And I, I think a lot of people think like, oh, they can do it. We can too. Right. So it's the, the comparative kind of thing. Well, it's got to be all or nothing. Yeah. I mean, you can't just, you know, I think a lot of people think, oh, well, this is the easy way to make money. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm exactly. going to buy up some shirts. I'm going to throw some stuff on there and I'm going to sell it. And, you know, it might work temporarily, but for the long haul, it's just, you know, like I said, you you really, if you really want this as your passion, you have to lay out your vision and you have to go all out with it. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Um, Now I want to get into this spot where we are. Mm -hmm. I want to get some backstory on where Quiet Riot came about because I I love the name. Yes, thank you so much. Um, Actually, it's so funny uh, mentioning that New York show. Um, so I, I traveled up to New York with two friends. Um, I literally had these gigantic suitcases. I'm like wheeling through subways and <laughs> through all the busy streets. And um, so I was ready for the show. So I got there and a lot of the designers were local um, or had, you know, known each other previously. So nobody knew me. And of course, I came in in my my typical uniform, which is a ripped up Harley tee, you know, um, distressed jeans, black hair, 
you know, dark, uh, dark eyes and all this. And so I came in and I don't think anybody really knew what to expect from me. And I was really quiet and I sat in my corner and I was actually working while I was waiting for my models. And um, so I got everybody all ready and I was actually the last designer to present. And so all these designers had pre presented amazing designs, amazing concepts, amazing looks. And so I get out there and my show goes and I mean everybody's jaw literally dropped to the floor. I, nobody expected me to show the way that I did. And so I had, you know, of course people approaching me after and this one woman stuck out to me because she came up and she said, you baby are the quiet riot. And I said, shit, that's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay. And she's like, no, yeah. seriously, nobody was expecting you to do what you did. She said, you stole the show. And so quiet riot has just always been back there in the back of my mind. And so when everything started to fall together with this, I was like, okay. And, you know, and I have my, you know, my styling thing, which is be bold lifestyle. And I was like, okay, it's too long. I want to keep that entity separate. And I was like, wait a second, quiet riot. Like, and, and to be honest with you, that's the aesthetic of the store as well. Like we're quiet, but you come in and it's, it's a riot. You know what Ooh. I mean? So, yeah. so I totally went with that and I have not received anything but amazing responses from it. So thank you for that yeah. as well. Like yeah, knowing that's that incredible. people are feeling it. Yeah. And I, I, for the listeners that don't know, you've got your neon sign with the, the Ivy in the back. What, um, where'd you come with that idea? Um, well, I am a, a big plant person, so okay. I green, love plants. Green you thumb. can't tell all of the... I'm not a green thumb, though. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> I've had cactuses, cacti, whatever, from uh, Ikea, which they have great plants yes. there if you look good enough. Um, or you're not, like, you know, psyched out by some kind of word you can't say because it's meaning a couch, you know what I mean? Like the Swedish stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. What yeah, green thumb. I'm just not a plant person. I want to have plants, but they won't stay alive for very long. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I didn't used to be a plant person either. Yeah. Um, plants, they just they take love and time and understanding. Um, so, and each plant can be different, you know. So, it took some time to cultivate my green thumb. Um, but I, I love greenery. I love what it 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 brings into a space. I love the vibe it gives, and also it's just good for the planet. Which yeah, I'm all about too about 100%. being eco. So. Um, so anyway, so with that said, I was like, okay, how can I do this? And I was thinking about doing a live green wall. And then I was like, okay, I, there's no way that I can do that inside the space. Um, and then have a neon sign. Um, the neon sign for me, I, I really wanted, um, to, I really wanted to touch everybody's sensory when they come in. So I wanted to have people's, their, the feel, I wanted to have the sight, I wanted to have the sound, I wanted to have the, um, the smell. Um, so I, you know, have this amazing candle that I have lit and then the light obviously pulls, pulls you in. 100%. Um, so with the greenery, um, just that aspect of my life and, and loving that, I felt like it was just, uh, it was a good idea and it just looked amazing. So yeah, I think it's I, it was a vision idea. in my head and when yeah. it all came together, I was like, wow, this is, this is exactly what I was looking for. So, so like turning on that neon sign for the first time, I'm sure it was just like. Uh, yeah, the, it was amazing. the best yeah, feeling ever. Oh, sure. I'm sure. Like we were talking, even opening the doors every day when you come in to open up the shop, like that excitement. Uh, I think a lot of people ride that wave for a little bit, but know how to keep that wave maintained where they get excited to open up the door every day. Right. You know, I think they they get caught up in things with comparing or who has the best uh, you know, merchandise and the boutiques and whatnot, rather than just really creating an environment for the people that come in and they'll stay and they'll come back because you've yeah. created that environment. Well, yes. And I, I think that everybody is in such competition. 
no. nowadays. You yeah. know, um, I always say comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. So, I mean, why, why, why are we comparing? Like, do you, yeah. do you, I mean, I just recently, um, threw up a post and it was talking about being true to yourself. And for so long I lived for somebody else. I lived to be what other people wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. And I was never my true self. And I, to be honest with you, I was never really that happy. Um, so this journey that I've been going through over about the last five or six years of my life, I have just really been living for myself and being true to me. And mm. that has opened my life up so yeah. much. And, and I have grown so yeah. much. I've grown more than I grew in the yeah. first 30 some odd years 100%. of my life. So. Yeah. And I tell people that are on that journey as well, that do not be scared or hindered by losing some casualties, losing some homies that were around you at certain times because friends come and go. It's seasons and yeah. they change. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the real friends surround you when you're after yourself and you want to make yourself feel happy because they can see that you're happy and they want you to be happy because right. they've never noticed that before. Uh, you know, all of a sudden it's just like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I have to say, you know, through through my life, I have I've, I've lost myself. I've lost friends, I've lost family, and I, I've gained foes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But at the end of the day, the people that know the real me and that are true to me, they're still by my side. Right. And, and it's like we were talking earlier before the podcast, you know, I, I keep my circle small, and it's not because I don't want to be involved. I love networking, I love meeting people, but mm, the closest ones to me, they, they are the real ones, you know, yeah. and so I keep them close. Yeah. So what what's some what's some brands that we can talk about that's in the boutique that that's maybe some of your f your favorite but I'm sure that it's all your favorite. Yes, but no, I, I, I just I like when I came in, you showed me some of the yes. garments that the homies so, were making. So one of my favorite highlights of of the store and one of my big importances for me here is I definitely want to highlight local designers, local brands. So I have two brands in here right now that I just am absolutely in love with and obsess over. Um, so one is the Gateway District. Mm -hmm. Um, my girl Danny out of Cleveland, um, Cleveland she is yeah. actually the curator of that um, so she takes these amazing vintage pieces from Harley tees to old sports sports stuff um, she does like band tees and she creates them into these more feminine looking styles um, and it, it's just amazing people respond to it they love it um, I actually met Danny at um, when I was up in Cleveland for SneakerCon Sneaker yeah. um, we, we went into restock and me and her just instantly gravitated towards each other she's an amazing soul and she's doing a really 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 great job with this brand um, so the other brand that I'm really focusing on right now is the OTC, OTC open yeah. to the change yeah. um, so this girl is amazing I saw her present at um, the critique mm -hmm. and the element of her designs from the top to the bottom so well thought out and um, she is just she is just a radiant light in yeah. Kansas City and I'm so excited to highlight her as well here yeah and I, I think localism still really calls um for loyalty and and some and some towns and some cities you know what i mean uh when i was in chicago seeing um joe fresh and fat tiger and like vita like they're all kind of together right. and the loyalty that they and in fact like at complex con there were so many other chicago boutiques that were there like i didn't even know about but I got to learn for, it and it was cool because you saw like the Chicago homies like being, hey, you know, like making that connection. And they were like the boutique that was, or the booth that was like, you know, overpopulated with people because they're there. 
they're actually at a spotlight. You right. Know? Well, and it's kind of what we talked about earlier. Like just to touch back on that is that everybody's in, thinks that you know we need to be in competition, and that's my biggest thing with supporting other people that are local. We're all here to support each other. We all can be here to make it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. everybody has their own avenue. Everybody has their own lane that they're in. Um, so instead of looking at that as you know competition or you know trying to steer away from it, we should all unite together because I think that we all have the ability to shine. You yeah. know, and if we focus on each other and help each other, yeah, you know, it's only going to be better, better results and yeah. greater results. So uh, the the other thing most recently like has struck kind of a bad chord on the side has been like the word collaboration. I tell homies like it's either this is what ends up happening. You either get the worst science project partner from high school. Yes. The, you're going to do 90% of the work and they're going to do 10. Or it might be a fair 50-50 equal or it's a big ego drive or feed. You know what I mean? Like what's really your purpose for that? How how do you feel about collaboration right now? Maybe as a whole. Um I feel like on collaborations, I feel like sometimes it's a, it's a hype thing, mm. too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for me, a collaboration, it needs to be organic. Yeah. It needs to happen naturally. Yeah. I feel like when people are like, well, I need to collab with somebody, or I think that if me and this person collab, it could really do something. Right. I think that if you force it, mm. it's never going to come out right. Yeah. You know, I think if you let it develop or if it comes to you naturally, then I think that that's when you really can see it grow and really become something. Yeah, and I, I tell homies is like if if you're not if you're not feeling in the gut, don't do it. One hundred percent, you know. And it, again, like you know, for me, it's like let's not be like, hey, who can we collab with? Let's be like, who can we network with, and who do we vibrate off of? And if you it, you know if you're on the same frequency and it works out, do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But don't force it. Yeah. Forcing it, especially in the creative industry and just in a creative mindset, forcing things, it, it just never pans out. Unfortunately, yeah. you have to just let it come to you. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of that, you know, we spoke a little bit before, like we keep on noting, um, which is funny. Um, well, we had the pre podcast. Pre podcast. We, we, we always do that. We well, always try to chop we it. We always up. wrap out. Yeah. So yeah always. <laughs> um, dropping some bars, you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> it, it's. It's frustrating in the same sense to, to hear like of how beef it is on the streets with other brands instead of like creating a, a community base. Since we always talk about, if you ran up to those people and like, what's important to you? Community. Well, you don't know how to build community. Well, what's some pointers that you can give to people that are starting to open, if they're going to open a boutique, how do they create community? Um, I think the, the biggest thing is just if you have like, you know, let's say, you're, yeah, you, you're, you're down, you want to open a boutique, right? Okay, and you have other boutiques around you that inspire you or that you're like, wow, they're really doing their thing. Don't be afraid to go ask for yeah. help. Don't yeah. be afraid to go ask for advice. Right. Um, I feel like everybody feels like you're all supposed to have it all together, you know? Shit, I don't even have it all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody does, you yeah. know? So it's okay to go and, and talk to people and, and to get feedback and, you know, that's really important. And then not only that, for me, it's it's loving the community you're in you know it's like i have been opened with uh, or welcomed with open arms here and and that's important so i've made sure that i've made a connection with everybody else you know in this strip mall in this building yeah you know and also too it's like with otc like when i saw her at the critique she moved me 
you know I went right up after the show to approach her and say you're doing an amazing job you know so I feel like just making those connections the true connections you feel that's that's so important to be community bound you know Um, also too like just charity is really important to me I, I involve myself in a lot of it I've done I've worked with A21 I put on the the walk for freedom last year um which was amazing um but you know i'm, I'm looking at what's the what's the girl that runs that the a21 um christina is her yes name, she's from australia but i cannot remember is she her right last yes the life of me right and now, when you when you did that i was like so happy to see like you were stepping up to to lead something in a community especially in lenexa kansas yes it was was out in lenexa um you know unfortunately those kind of situations you have to have permits for walks like that and that was that was one of the best places for me to do that kansas city was extremely hard there was already like four events going on in the city i really wanted to have it in in kansas city but lenexa kind of welcomed us with open arms so i was like okay i'm down you know let's do this and so um you know i've done other charity events too um i'm actually getting ready to work with helen house out in Odessa who provides clothing for people that that can't afford it and don't have it for their children and and and, you know the parents Um, and then another um, uh, group that I'm hoping to work with is uh, parents with uh, special needs children Um, and so uh, there's a great they have a great charity here um, actually in Blue Springs and so they reach out and do so much for people and I feel like when you do that when you give back you get back yeah you know so that's another way to pour yourself into the community you know, it is about me owning a store and me making money and me mm-hmm. doing something and, and being able to be fruitful and something that I love so much, but yeah. also giving myself back. 100%. That's so important to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is because, like I said, the journey that I've had, the more that I've given, the more I've gotten back. Yeah. You know? So. And then, like, you moved me in that. I've, I have been thinking of trying to do something with Street Wave with a charity to, to do something to give back. Um, that's insane. I think her name is Christina Kane. Thank you. I knew it was <laughs> like right on the tip of my I tongue. Just, it as is soon as you Kane. started talking, I was like, it's Kane. Yes. And it just kind of like hit yes. me. Yes. And she's such a huge inspiration. So 100%. Um, I, I want the listeners to, to kind of, um, I guess the question is, you know, what, what can the listeners expect coming into your place? I kind of want you to like walk through that a little bit. You yeah, know? of course. So when you come in, I, I want anybody that comes in here, I want them to feel relaxed. I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to feel the chill vibe. Um, I am here, like styling is, is my root of everything. Um, and so for me, when you style somebody, it's not just about putting them in a great outfit. I want somebody to come in here. I want to be able to help you or assist you in finding something that is going to, number one, make you feel good when you put it on. Mm. Because when you feel good about the way that you look and the way that you feel, yeah. I mean, it just, it you're, you're just, you're putting your, your best foot forward yeah. um, always. Um, you know, so that's super important to me is making sure that, and then, and then I also too like to take people outside of their, their comfort zone a little bit. You know, um, I feel like there's so much, you know, in society, there's like all these rules and like conformity. You have to dress this way. You have to look this way. And and so I want people to break those rules. I want you to be able to step outside that box. And so for me, pushing people just a little bit, even if it's even if it's just a couple toes <laughs> yeah. outside of it um, yeah. and, and showing them, hey, you can yeah. wear this and you yeah. can feel confident in it and you can right. look great in it. You know, that has been um, probably one of the greatest gifts of of this ability that I have or, or this skill that I have yeah. is watching these people. I've, I've put,
put women into dressing rooms and they've come out and they're like, I never thought that I could wear something like this. And the look on their face, you know, I had a woman when I used to work at a boutique down the plaza and she came in and she said, I'm celebrating my 15th wedding anniversary and I really want to look great for my husband. And so she picked all these dresses that she would normally wear and I slipped one inside there that I knew she would and she came out of it and she was like, I feel like... I feel like the day I got married, like uh, obviously awesome. not in my wedding dress, yeah. but I feel like so that confident yeah. and I feel that beautiful. Yeah. And so that for me was more rewarding than Man, any anything, amount of commission yeah. or money that I would have made off of that. That feeling for that person was just amazing. That's such a beautiful picture because it's insane. Um, my friend Kylie owns uh, Vera Intimates, okay. which is like women's uh, lingerie yes. and sex toys. So that was kind of uh, an awesome experiment and um, a journey to learn more about those items. But she also did the same thing. She worked at a place in New York City where uh, women would be like, it's, you know, my anniversary, I want to wear this lingerie. And like she was able to build up the women so I can see that excitement in you. Yes. And that is an incredible, girl, because um, I think giving them, you know, encouragement, empowerment and just um just a great vibe for women to feel good again about themselves. Although, you know, they might be a little bit older now, but like you're still, you still look beautiful. And I, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an, I think it's an important key these days for women to build upon and to build not just themselves, but as a community together. You know what I mean? And also too, I, I see a lot with like styling and fashion. It it feels like it's a lot of it's in vain. Yeah. I want to be the prettiest. I want to look yeah. the sexiest. Yeah. I want to be the skinniest. Yep. And and for me, that's not what fashion is about. That's not what styling is about. It is about you feeling confident in your own skin yeah. because of something that you put on. Right. You know? Yeah. And so that is where I really want to push fashion towards here in Kansas City and hopefully eventually in other cities and states if I 100%. Expand, so yeah. Hey. 100 yeah. percent and i can see that being here the listeners don't know but this shop is dope as hell like <laughs> if you're if, if you are a woman that is into an amazing garments and that are localized you need to come visit quiet riot come to blue springs it's not that bad the traffic i hit was shit <laughs> but it's because of the timing that i decided right. i was wearing pants before i came out and then I was like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> and so I ran inside by side because I was sweating by the time I get to my car. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a hot mofo today. It is humid as hell Yeah, so, so I, that, my apology on that, but like getting the traffic. But regardless of that, come to Blue Springs because this store is incredible. And I want to keep on going and um, talk about your style, your personal style. Okay. Well, what's been some influences for you? Um, so, you know, it's funny you say that because, um, so... I've kind of always been that person that everybody's like, I love what you're wearing. You know, I've always gotten compliments and stuff. And um, it's funny because I've had people joke around with me and be like, you're a trendsetter. And I, I don't really, like, I'm a, I'm, I pretty much am a very humble person. I don't yeah. really like attention. And yeah. I'm not really one of those ones that's like searching for the compliments and things like that. Um, I actually, actually makes me uncomfortable <laughs> when people compliment me. So for me, my, my aesthetic and my style is just, I am, I love simplicity. I love chicness. I love to be able to go anywhere and, 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 and people are like, wow, that's well put together. So for me, I, I mean, I have some inspiration. I, I've always loved, like, I know this is like so crazy, but I've always loved the Olsen twins, um, especially as they got into their older age. I love their whole aesthetic. I love the, 
the dark color clothing, the monochromatic, like I'm so into that. Um, and so they have always been like a huge influence to me. Um, so I, w- I would say them touch on that a little bit. Um, Sienna Miller, I've always loved the yeah. way she dresses as well. Definitely. She always does her own thing. She's always unique. Yeah. Um, she has a, has a really great, really great styling eye. So um, those are just a couple of them. Yeah. But for me, I've always just kind of like picked out what I like and, mm. and what I feel comfortable in and what I yeah. feel I look good in. I'm famous for the all black look. I always am rocking an all black look for the most part. Um, but I like to style it different ways. Um, yeah. And I think that's important too. But um, yeah, my, my closet is primarily black, white, and taupe. <laughs> but yeah, so. What's that last one? Taupe or what like a that? like a tan or like okay. a beige. Okay, beige. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Cream color. Cream colored, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe a little slightly no. more tan than that. But yeah. Whenever I see you out, I'm like, that's her style. Yes. She's got it under control. Yes, I, th- I think it's cool because there's confidence and there's a story in all that realm, you know, with yourself. Right. So I think that's really special about you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this store is going to be the riot, Yes. you know? Well, and hopefully the the goal is right now is obviously, um, you know, getting this business on its feet, but eventually I want to get back into my designing. I miss it so much. And so the goal is, is to eventually I will no longer be going to market and I'll be actually producing my producing own it. designs yeah. Yeah. and it will be its own entity, its own brand. It'll be its own quiet riot. So yeah. when you come in, the labels are going to say quiet riot. That's Woo! the goal. So I'm excited for you when yeah. you say that. Cause yeah. I can literally see that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I mean what we talked about earlier too, again, yeah. um, manifestation. I 100%. mean, you say it, you put it out there and the universe will bring it to you. Yeah. So. Cause it's not a, it's not like now I have to do it cause you manifest. It's because you want to do it. Right. And the question is how bad do you want to do it? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you have the hustle and you have the drive, you can make anything happen. Yeah. I mean, and that's, uh, and I, I've actually experienced that even though those accolades that I've had in the past have maybe been small for me, you know, Kansas City Fashion Week, things like that. But, I had the drive, the hustle, and the passion to do it, and so I made it happen. Yeah, you know, and, well, and I think those experiences have like helped create to where you are now. One hundred percent. And you, and it's like looking back, even a year and a half with Streetwave, and looking back of like recording my first one with Colin from Stranglehold in my basement, to now I'm immersing myself in the artist realm, where they're like, you need to come to this studio and be here at this time, you know, and like, I don't, I'm not confined by walls. I think that's my thing. Like we will never be like that. No, you, you can't. You can never set boundaries. No. You you I, just you can't because then you're always gonna stay within those boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't think people get that. No. No, they don't. And unfortunately, and I, like I said, I mean, it's just conformity and comparison sometimes that can really keep people inside their box. Yeah. Um, when when so just go back a little bit. Um, when was the opening day? Um, so I had a, like a soft opening on August 10th. Which my apology for not showing up to. Yeah, I'm really mad at you about I that. Know. No, I was, I'm I was like, <laughs> I was like, now, now no. I gotta be here. Yeah, no, no, no worries at all. I, kn- I know people, other people have stuff going on. You know, it's summertime. Everybody's busy. There's lots of events, lots of things going on. We actually had a really great turnout. I was yeah. really fortunate um, to have all the support I did that day. Um, so that was really exciting and. Um, so it's just been wheels rolling from there, like just, you know, full speed ahead. Yeah. So. And, and like the anticipation I have to share with the, into the, ah, the anticipation of coming here got me excited because I knew this was something new and exciting. 
and when even stepping in here, that vibe is just radiating everywhere. I think the listeners, the listeners should know that, you know, like this is a new thing. I think people need to experience. Thank you. You know what I mean? Cause you, you've, you've constructed now you are here. Now it's here forever. You know what I mean? And now you want to be other places. Yes. So definitely. what's, no, what's, what's uh, another city that you have in mind maybe that you, um, so definitely Nashville. Hey, um, yeah. Nashville is basically my second home. I love it there. Um, my best friend now lives there, so I, I have roots there. Yeah. So um, I'm very excited to hopefully maybe eventually expand there. Um, and then I actually took a trip to La Jolla, California. Um, this where's that? Where's that in California? Um, so it's just north of San Diego. Okay. Um, okay. And I fell in love with La Jolla. Um, just the community, the weather, the aesthetic the vibe i mean it is so chill there and that's totally me um so that is hopefully in the plans yeah. um, and i wouldn't mind maybe another fourth location in scottsdale so hey. so yeah. big dreams big yeah. dreams big hey. goals but we're Got gonna get you. there we're gonna get a dream so big yes of course so yeah i mean i would say those would be the the, the top three cities that i would love to expand yeah and then um let me make sure i get this right you're going to be part of a show soon. Yes. So we have um, the local runway um, fashion event coming up. Um, it is going to be held at Unity Village in Lee Summit. I'm mm. um, really excited about that. We're partnering with Big Brother Big Sisters, oh, wow. um, which is a great event or a great, excuse me, great charity here in Kansas City. So I'm very excited to be partnering with them. Um, and we're actually opening the show. So um, wow. I know that tickets are still available. They are limited. So if you are thinking about going, jump on Eventbrite and look up local runway. Um, grab your tickets. It's going to be awesome. So, um, I, w- I want to just some more direct questions to you. Yeah, of course. Um, I've had this challenge personally of how the like to maintain your creative and your creativeness, and also like um, your aspirations for your company. Well, um, what's some things that you could tell listeners of how to maintain and how to continue um, growing what they're doing? So I have to say for me, especially if you're in the creative industry and you're doing something that's creative is, is definitely cultivating yourself into new experiences. So taking yourself again, outside the box, taking yourself to events that you wouldn't normally go to, pushing yourself to network, meet new people. Um, also for me, art is extremely important 100%. to my growth and just for me in yeah. general. So, um, you know, go check out those galleries. Um, there's uh, there's tons down the crossroads, and I'm not just talking about going to First Fridays. I'm, you know, these these galleries are open. You know, check their check their schedules. See when you can go. Um, I go to the Kansas City Art Institute. Um, check out, you know, there's, there's so many new amazing artists coming out. Um, the Nelson is great as well. Yeah. Um, you know, just go. I mean, for me, being around art, that helps me to be more creative. It's stimulating it, to the mind. 100%, 100% stimulating. I mean, another side of it is even if you're not this amazing, you know, artist or that you can put pen to paper, who cares? Yeah. Just get the colored pencils out and a piece of paper and just start, you know, that just using that part of your brain, I think only helps, like you said, to stimulate it and to just further your idea. Um, also to traveling. Traveling has changed my life. I mean, literally, it takes you to all these different types of environments and different types of communities, and you learn so much from that. I think that's super important. Um, being open-minded. 
you know like I said for a while I was living in a situation where I was kind of close-minded I was like down this one I only saw tunnel vision I think being open-minded and listening to people and um, really listening to their stories or listening to what they do or listening to you know what they have to say that can totally cultivate you as far as as your your creative side of things so I've seen also like criticism either like break people or make people you know what I mean? 100, yeah. I mean, for how, me... How, how's criticism been on for you? I, You know, I think that I, I used to take it really hard. 100%. Um, I can relate. You know, I mean, when I did that first Kansas City Fashion Week, I literally was in my basement crying like five days before. Like, what if nobody likes me? What if nobody likes my designs? What if, if they don't get it, you know? Um, but for me, when it comes to criticism you have to take it as constructive. So even though it may come off negative and may, even though it may feel like it's an attack, you need to really listen and not take it personally. You need to say, okay, I get from what your perspective is and maybe just try to wrap your head around that and understand it. Yeah. Um, I think so many times people feel like criticism is, is an attack and it may come off like that, you know, but learning to just accept it for what it is and maybe understand it a little bit more can help you to get through it and and to not see it in such a negative light yeah and i call it almost like taking it off the chin like it's gonna hurt a little bit but it's the best thing for you in that moment and for what you're doing like to be honest it's it's been difficult to find people to be like hey what'd you think about our project that we put out like dom and i get together and we'll do something we'll try to get some feedback people are just more of the cheerleader by the side thing which we absolutely love there's been a couple of homies that like hit us straight on with some things right. you know and we really appreciate that because we're really trying to hone in to be our very best every time we come up to the table right. and well, if there's something that we can do better for the next time then let us know we're yeah. not mad about it. Well, and I think the honesty, sometimes people take honesty as it being negative, you know, and that's yeah. why I was saying what I was trying to explain earlier, too, is it's just like if somebody's being honest with you, you, you can't take it all the way to the heart. Yeah. You know, you just have to take what you're getting from them and, and apply it, you right. know, instead of just taking it so personally and getting emotional about it. Right. You have to set your emotions aside. Yeah, so. uh, I agree. Let's say. All right. So there's. A question we've been asking our guests. I forgot to put on our notes to give it to you, so I'm just going to pop oh it on yeah, you. Throw me on the spot. Yep, throw you on the spot. Okay. Let's say a capsule is found about Quiet Riot, about Brooke. It's 100 years have passed. What, what's some things that you want to, those, what's some objects, some things that could be said that be, could be put inside that time capsule that represents you that they could find and be like, oh, she did this. This is what, you know, this is, tells a little bit about yourself. You know yes. what I mean? Like, um, so I would definitely say some good closet staple pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Your Harley Davidson shirt. Harley Davidson shirt. Definitely. Would, would <laughs> a definitely couple. Be just it. for uh, that and, and a pair of ripped up black jeans. For yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, that and then um, maybe possibly like some charity. Some like, you know, something that shows that, that I gave back to the community and that I cared about my community. Um, and then also, too, I would have to say um, a big black heart. Because even though it sounds funny, my big black heart is huge. And sometimes people can 
uh, take me as being maybe harsh or just not uh, as approachable. Yeah. Um, but I definitely am, and I, I have a huge heart, and yeah. and I try to help anybody that I can, and definitely. try to you know give advice or be there for anybody that I can. So that's so cool. Yeah. It's been interesting to hear the guests of what they would find in there. So I really appreciate that. Um, I know we talked a little bit of uh, the plans of like you know some other stores and some other areas, but what's some um, what's some next plans for you personally, and then with Quiet Right, other than the event that's happening. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, is there anything else? Yeah. So um, obviously I want to continue to highlight um, some local artists and local designers. Um, so being out here in the suburbs, we have all the high schools and things like that. So I want these girls to step outside of their box, too, and, and to really push their style. So I'm looking at um, asking a few of my designer friends to bring their gowns out and do some trunk shows um, hey. and actually show, you know, be able to showcase those designers. And then also, too, like I said, um, giving these girls out here in the suburbs a different option than just, you know, going to, you know, your corporate stores to buy those gowns for those special events that are something they're going to have those pictures and look back at, you know, 10 yeah. years later. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, you know, just making that happen is really important to me. Um, and then I'm definitely, I've got some travel coming up from, um, to head to Nashville, like some of my best friends there. So got to get back and touch base with her and, uh, spend some time there. And then I'm hoping to get out to LA and Chicago for markets. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Word. Where can we uh, check out what's going on with Quiet Riot? Um, so definitely check out a website is coming soon. I am working so hard on it. Website is so hard. Hey, to do. I, I'm with you. Okay, so <sighs> gosh, on the down low, it's been a minute for me <laughs> since I've touched Streetwave.com, and I'm continually still paying for it because I want that domain. That's my domain. Um, but I agree, it's. I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest i mean website lingo is foreign to me i do not understand it yeah, i'm trying my best i'm like staying up late at night reading yeah. um trying to educate myself yeah. but it is it's hard you even know? with like squarespace um yeah. I what's mean, the other one uh, well, and when you're a small business too i mean yeah. you know like i i'm, I'm kind of a one-woman show yeah. you know so i'm trying to fill all these hats and you know and i don't really want to source it out i want to save that money you know for other things so um, that's been really difficult, but um, it is coming soon. I'm getting there. I promise people you're going <laughs> to see it. Um, so just uh, watch the watch the IG and the Facebook. Um, you can catch me on Quiet Right KC on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, so, you know, check those. And as soon as that website's up, please head it up. Yeah. Lots of dope stuff. Same with Facebook. I have slept on that thing. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I am the most non-Facebook <sighs> person you probably know. I it was a big thing at one time. It, it was, was. It was a big I deal. A, I'm a non-Facebooker. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. even a term. Yeah. I just, I don't, I'm just not that into it. Um, but with having a business, you know, it, it's just another way to connect way. with your clients. Yeah. It's another yeah. way to connect with your customers. And it's super important. You yeah. know, if you're running a business, you, you got to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm more the IG girl. I love Instagram. I love the creative outlet it is. Um, I, 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 I just thrive in it. Yeah. I'm just really good at it. Insta story is my jam, yeah, you know, for sure. so, um, definitely on there a lot, but, but I try to make sure that I'm, I'm live and, and, uh, posting on, on both. So, good. Um, would you like to say anything to the listeners? Um, any last things you'd like to share with Quiet Riot, with yourself? Anything? Any last words? Yeah, for sure. Um, so definitely kind of what I said earlier is just be true to you. You know, if, if I if I wouldn't have started taking the steps to really 
um, find what made me happy, um, then I wouldn't be here right now, you know. And so that's that's really important for me to pass on that message because I feel like a lot of people don't do that. You know, they, they feel like they've got to be the status quo, and, and that's that's not cool. It's yeah. not cool. Just do you. Um, secondly, just I want to thank everybody that has been so supportive of me. Uh, it, it, it really touches my heart and makes me so happy to see my friends and family and just people in the community step up and be like, we're proud of you, yeah. and you're doing great, you know. Um, so that that's huge. And then obviously, I just want to give a huge thank thank you to you. Yeah, um, it's yeah. been so awesome since I've met you. We have we had an instant connection. We've always been on a, a great vibe. I feel like we have similar frequencies and it's it's been awesome to, to do that with you. So thank definitely, you so bro. much for coming out. this yeah. way. And hey, we appreciate you. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, it's Nate Streetwave. I'm in Blue Springs, a quiet right. And we out. Thank you.